0: back to the squeak and shout show with me your host Sam welcome if this is your first time here and welcome back if you're a regular listener did you like the new intro I've decided to just get rid of this talking and just have that funky music music that like lifts our vibe up um, as the intro because yeah just Let's ditch the info. You guys know me, or if you don't, you'll get to know me in the episode. And let's just have some funky music to start off with and get to the actual value within the episode. So speaking of which, I recently posted on Instagram asking you as the listener and all of my followers and community what you are currently struggling with and how I could support you best. You know, obviously, I always want to create content that is not only going to help you, but also, it's going to help you write in that very moment, like what you're struggling with. So my DMs are always open, and obviously, this is where comments are great. So on that post, I had a, a comment from the wonderful Susie. Thank you, Susie, um, and she said, "I'm currently getting lots of views to my Etsy listings, but my conversion rate is low. So how do I create convert those views into sales? So conversion rate is literally like your view, your views, clicks, and then orders. So a conversion rate normally is like a percentage. So she asks how can she con how she can she convert her views into sales? Now firstly thank you Susie for your comment and this is exactly what this week's episode is going to be all about so that I can help Susie and of course everyone else with the same problem. Yay because that's what I love to do. So we are specifically in this episode gonna talk about how to turn views into sales and orders. So, let's start out by re kind of describing the situation to see if this is you and obviously if this episode is going to help you out. So you're no doubt, probably at the moment, getting currently a good number of views, so let's say this is like tens a day, hundreds a day, maybe even thousands a day, you're getting like a good number of views to your product listings. Um, you know, you're looking at your stats, um, but you're only getting a few orders here and there, or maybe you're getting no orders at all. This is this is the episode that's going to really, really help you out. OK, I can totally remember when this was me a few years ago. It's really frustrating. I feel your pain. It It is a pain. It is an absolute pain. It's so frustrating, um, especially because I know you and you know me. <laughs> I know you have a great product, OK? You wouldn't be listening to this podcast trying to improve your Etsy shop and your business if you didn't have a great product. So the fact that you have a great product, you know that it's going to help people or it's going to provide like something that people are going to enjoy, but you just can't understand why people aren't buying it. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. Now, the first things first, because of the situation you're getting views, but you're not kind of getting orders or you're getting very, very few orders. This signifies to me that there's obviously a big problem or a few big problems with your listing. It means that you're missing some very, very, very vital information and elements within your Etsy listings to help buyers know what you sell, help them understand why your product is the right one for them and why you're the right shop or person to buy that product from. Okay, so there's like three elements there. So let's break this down now into kind of the steps that I want to discuss in this episode so that you can kind of figure out where your problem is and how to fix it. You know, what are your action steps? How are you, How can you actually improve your views and turn them into sales and orders. So step one is actually getting seen, and I'm using quote marks there, actually getting seen in the search results and not just getting another number added to your view box, your view stats, okay, because that, that 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 will be a number, your views. Um, step two then is why, sorry, when you've been seen, And I again, quotation marks, when you've been seen in the search results, you need to get that buyer then to click on your listing. So that's step two. Step three then is you need to help that buyer understand what your product is and why they should buy from you and not anyone else. Because I promise you, they're not just looking at your listing, they're looking at others too. So you need to stand out and tell, you know, be the one that they pick. And then step four the last one is you obviously then need to make the checkout process when they've picked you simple so that that buyer doesn't give up because that is another reason that people won't order from you they'll just they get overwhelmed and they'll give up so this is the basis of this episode i want to go through these steps help break them down so that you know what needs to fix or what you need to work on now by the way This is exactly what I teach within my Handmade Superstar Seller course, which has recently been open for enrollment. It's now closed sadly, but I will be reopening this later on this year. And again, obviously soon. So if you want to know when that reopens and you want to get in it, obviously be sure to follow me on Instagram at squeak and shout, and you'll hear all about it over there. But anyway, let's get into these four steps. Let's break them down. ones that i've laid out the four steps so that you can see what you need to work on in order to get sales so step one getting actually seen in the search results and not just getting another number added to your view stats your view box okay now it's really really important to understand that the view metric the view number that stat that you see within your etsy shop Whether it's the stats page or your dashboard or wherever it is, although they call it a view, as in, you know, to see, someone has seen it, it's not a view, okay? A view, in terms of the way that Etsy reports that, you know, when you get another one added another number to that that view stat, it actually means that someone has had an opportunity to see your listing. Okay, It doesn't mean they've actually seen it, because if you've appeared in the Etsy search results on page 100, I can promise you now that someone has not gone through 100 pages of the Etsy search results to find your listing. Okay, So they've not actually seen your listing. Okay, So although it's a view, it's not actually a view. It's not eyeballs on your product listing, let's say. So a view just means that you've appeared in the search result. Like I say, that could be on page 100, could be on page one. It depends. So the first step to work out is if you're actually getting seen in the search results. And obviously this comes down to understanding not only your Etsy stats um, and also having fantastic Etsy search engine optimization. Okay. Now search engine optimization or SEO <laughs> is a huge topic. I've done several podcast episodes on this subject, so I'm not going to go and repeat them in this episode. So if you want to learn about search engine optimization, obviously go and check out those episodes. Um, so that for the purpose of this episode, so that I can obviously talk about other things, um, I'm going to assume that you're mastering your search engine optimization, your SEO, and therefore are being shown on page one or two of the search results okay and you're actually getting seen by potential buyers if not then seo is what you need to work on as the first step okay so i'm going to assume your seo is all great fandaby dozy so therefore if your seo is on point you're getting shown on page one or two of the search results step two then in terms of figuring out where the problem is is or understanding where the problem might be um is getting seen or get sorry getting that buyer to click your product listing okay so you're getting seen on page one or two you're actually getting eyeballs on your photo you need to encourage that buyer to click on your thumbnail so obviously you need to have an eye-catching thumbnail now obviously if you're not getting any if you're not getting views and you're not getting visits then this is what you need to work on sorry If you're not, if you're you're obviously getting views, if you're not getting views, it's search engine optimization. If you're getting views and you're not getting visits, then you're not getting seen and you're not getting clicked on. So your thumbnail is the next thing to work on or it's SEO and your thumbnail because obviously you wanna make sure you're showing up in the right search results too. So what are some of the important elements to consider when creating an eye-catching thumbnail okay you need to make sure your thumbnail your photo that f- that first photo in your etsy listing the one that you c- you put first and is the one that gets displayed in the search results you need to make it clear what product you're selling because i see so many listings that do not do this and i don't click on them because i don't know what they're selling so if you offer digital downloads then make it clear that that's what you sell and you're not selling a physical product okay because you're going to have you're going to have so many arguments or so many bad customer reviews and stuff if people think they're buying a physical product but really you're selling a digital download okay so be aware of that is your thumbnail actually communicating what you're selling first thing if you're then using any props, whether this is like you've created like a mock up or you're actually taking photos and using props, make sure your props are in the photo for a reason. Don't just put props in a photo. Don't clutter the image with props. Like, don't make it hard for people to tell, like, what is actually for sale in the photo. Use props for a reason. Okay. Number two, don't blend in with what everyone else is using for their thumbnails. If other listings are selling things similar to you and they're using blue, then use a different colour. If everyone is using a white background, then use a different background. The key to having an eye-catching thumbnail is standing out so that that buyer sees you, you stand out and therefore they click on you, okay? So, You've got awesome seo you've got an eye-catching thumbnail you are getting consistent views and they are turning into visits so obviously you will see this in your stats um around 25 to 50 percent of the views to visits should be your ratio um but it depends on what you're selling obviously the next step would be step three you need to help that buyer understand what your product is and why they should buy from you and not someone else. Okay, so they've seen you in the search results, they have clicked on your listing, they are then looking at all the information, whether it's your photos, your description, the options available, like they are trying to decide whether they should buy your product and not someone else's. So that buyer, like I say, has clicked and they're trying to work out if you're right product and you're trustworthy. You know, on ham- on Etsy, everyone is handmade. Um, and they need to work out that why should they why should they buy from you on Etsy rather than going to some big chain store and getting something. Now, obviously, there's personalization and bespokeness. And, you know, you as the handmade teller are a very, very important part of why someone's going to buy from you. So you need to be putting all this within your listing. OK, now it's important to note because this is all because someone is paying for something they've never seen in real life. They can't touch it before they buy it. They've got to hand over their hard earned cash and then wait for this item to arrive. So therefore, it's your job to communicate everything to your buyer based on what they need to know within your listing and do it in a way that you seem trustworthy. You know, someone is basically trying to decide if you're trustworthy. Because they want to reduce the risk of buying something they've never seen, they've never touched, etc., etc. Okay? And this comes down predominantly to the 10 photos that you put in your listing. Yes, your description is still important and you should still have a lot of information in it, but I am gonna tell you right now. Customers on Etsy, potential buyers on Etsy, they are predominantly browsing on their mobile device, okay? 67% is a percentage of Etsy buyers now using their phone to buy via Etsy. 67%. That's a lot. This also means, and you something to be aware of, they're looking for something quickly, like they've not got a lot of time, they're on their mobile device, they're on a small screen, and because they're on a mobile device, they're probably doing something else at the same time. Like maybe they're watching TV, maybe they're cooking. I don't know, why would you cook and buy on Etsy? I don't know, strange things happen. (laughs) But especially watching TV, like I can imagine, I can think of family, friends, even my own buying behavior. You know, we buy when we're bored. So usually if we're watching the TV, maybe we're scrolling on Instagram or we head over to Etsy to have a look at a few things. Maybe something ends up in our car and we buy it. You know, it happens to all of us. So you need to be aware of how people are buying, okay? And think of this. So therefore, descriptions are important, very, very important, but your photo section is even more important. It's actually the most important part of your listing right now. So How do you make sure that your photo section helps communicate what the product is, whether you're trustworthy, and why they should buy from you and not someone else? Here are my tips. Tip number one, use all 10 photos. (laughs) I cannot just tell you how many people do not use all 10 photos. You have 10 photos, 10 opportunities to help communicate something to that buyer. Use all 10. First tip. Tip number two, use multiple photos to show all the elements of your product and obviously why it's different to others, why someone should buy it. So, for instance, um thinking of some of my one to one clients or course students or even just, again, thinking of Susie, who asked this question and um, show off your skills and talents. Like, why should someone buy your digital download or physical product rather than someone else? Maybe if you sell... Um, something that's very very intricate you show close-up shots of any small details and obviously show off again your hard work your skills your talent this is why someone's going to buy from you and not someone else you obviously then also tip three need to help the buyer understand how they might use it where where it where they can put it and of course like each of those it depends on what you're selling as to which one of those it is so You know help people because it's an intangible product meaning they can't see it they can't touch it before they buy it help that person understand how it would fit into their lives okay and then the last one of course you want to communicate why that buyer should buy yours and not someone else's and why you're trustworthy as opposed to someone else who's gonna tell them why they're trustworthy now you're not gonna go within your photos I am trustworthy buy from me. Please do not do that. This is all through the photos, through being professional, through actually, again, just using 10 photos is is the first step. If if you've got 10 opportunities, use them all. Um, And again, if you want to learn my secret 10 photo formula, which ticks all of these off and makes you stand out from your competition every time, um, this is what I go through within one of the modules of Handmade Superstar Seller my course so if you need help with that obviously keep an eye out for when it reopens um which will be shortly i don't know when but shortly <laughs> okay so the last step step four making the checkout process simple so that your buyer doesn't give up now this is actually the easiest step okay so you're getting views you're getting visits you are have your full photos you've communicated everything about your product Um, and why they should buy yours, not someone else's, now you just need to make it easy for someone to actually choose a product or variation or option and add it to their basket, okay, you now, you do this by not overwhelming your buyer, (laughs) keep your options and variations to a minimum, humans, humans, especially us humans we don't like making decisions okay our brain can't handle it it's really really lazy it does not like making more than three decisions to be honest at a time um so if you have a product line or a product or a product range and it's available in lots of different designs colors sizes etc etc that's way too many to put in one listing okay don't make it overwhelming simplify it no more than three choices obviously if it's like color and you have five colors then that's okay cuz the the choice is color and they have five options now if you have 20 i would say that's too many okay keep things simple and of course if you have lots of options this gives you an opportunity to have lots more listings you know um so considering up uh, like i say if you've got lots and lots create more listings and just make the choice less overwhelming and especially if you have a lot of products this might be the time to consider niching down what you do or focusing in on something that you specialize on because if you are creating lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots lots of products in lots of colors and sizes and all the rest of it you're trying to please everyone in order to get one sale now if you try and please everyone it means you're pleasing no one you are overwhelming people stop trying to please everyone, focus on a particular type of customer or focus in on being special or stand out for something particular. That is how you're going to win. Okay. And I do have another episode on this, I think. So check out. um, It's something to do with like how too many products can hurt you or something. Check that out on the uh, podcast list. There is an episode about that. So Keep your listing simple, make it easy for that buyer to pick a product and add it to their basket. Okay, so those are the four steps as to how you would improve your listing so that you convert views into visits, into sales and orders. So let's do a run through again of the steps as a reminder. Step one actually get seen in the search results and not just get another number added to your view box so ensure that you're working on your search engine optimization you're using keywords that buyers are looking for and not just window shoppers you know again you can check out all about search engine optimization in some of the other podcast episodes but search engine optimization ensures in many different ways that you get seen on page one or two as opposed to page 100 because you want to get actually seen like physically eyeballs see your listing rather than just get a view because as i described a view does not mean you have been seen okay step two when you've been seen in the search results you need to get that buyer to click on your listing and you do this by having an eye catching thumbnail stand out from the crowd. Step three, then you need to help that buyer understand what your product is and why they should buy from you and not anyone else because they are and they are and will be looking at other listings. It is human nature that you um, go through kind of like a buyer's journey in a sense that you have an idea for a, uh, something you want to buy. You go and have a look at all the, you know the different options. You then pick something that's going to satisfy the idea that you've got. You then look at the different ones available and then you pick one. So I promise you that your buyer is not your potential buyer is not just looking at your listing they are looking at others. So you need to within your listing make it easy for them p- to pick you and not someone else, okay? And step four, the last one is make the checkout pr- process simple so that buyer doesn't give up because they're overwhelmed with choice. So I hope this episode has given you some action steps to take away and work on so that you can increase your number of orders. I've also turned this podcast into a blog post too so you can remind yourself of the steps and have them available to read through again and work on because um, I have discussed quite a lot in this episode. Um, and let me know how you get on. I'd love to hear your thoughts, feedback and any results after actioning or implementing what you've learned in this episode. So send me a di- direct message on Instagram. My username is at squeakandshout. You'll find me everywhere. Just use that. Um, and of course, if you don't have Instagram, PS, if not, why not? Instagram um you can alternatively send me an email via the contact form on my website squeakingshout.co.uk. all links are in the show notes and of course you can check out the website for all links to everything else so that's been this week's episode if you've enjoyed it please consider sharing on social media or with your small business friends to help them out too and of course you can leave us a review within your podcast listening app that would be great thanks this all helps me know obviously which episodes you enjoy the most and so that i can keep creating more of them because ultimately i'm here to help you guys out so that you can get an income from your handmade products so that's been this week's episode i'll see you again next sunday for another episode i'll see you then bye